Every day during these strange and uncertain times, Cood Street is spending 10 minutes or so with readers and book lovers from around the world, asking them what they're reading and what they'd recommend to anyone with a bit of time on their hands. Today I'm spending 10 minutes with HarperCollins editorial director David Pomerico, who joins me from New York City. Hello, David. Hello, Jonathan. How are you, sir? I'm uh, as well as anybody could be, I think. So so is, is life from the time of pandemic treating you acceptably well, at least? Yeah, I mean, not much has changed for me except that I don't ever leave my apartment. <laughs> still uh, working every Monday through Friday and not doing much on Saturday and Sunday, which is kind of my de facto. And yeah, pretty doing pretty good. Excellent. And and do you feel find you're able to? Well, I mean, you've you've implied it already, but to to function, to read, to work, to do all those kind of things, because depending on where we are, a lot of people are having very different responses to the changes in their circumstances. Yeah, I mean, definitely able to work, definitely able to read and to, you know, enjoy new things. It, it's just a different way of doing it. Um, living in New York City, you know, you would have access to so much, you know, to theater, to live music, to sporting events and things like that. And Clearly, those aren't as available, um, but I think that's given me opportunities to get through that TBR pile um, and to maybe watch some movies that I've never seen before, um, which is really exciting in, in, in a way, um, because I think we've all always had that I'll get to it mentality. Yeah, and now it's like, all right, put up or shut up, <laughs> and uh, I've been I've been trying to put up. <laughs> well, let me ask you for a, for a man who is, if anything, employed to read for a living. What are you reading? What what's what's what are you enjoying? Is is, is what you're reading good? So, I'm actually a big audiobook fan, and um, and one of the things that I know a lot of people have been talking about is the idea that like, Oh, I don't have a commute, so I'm not listening to audiobooks as much, but I live in a small apartment with my wife. And so we have to sometimes find ways to, um, not be in each other's hair. Um, so I still take out a lot of audiobooks from my local library and, um, I'm right now listening to, um, middle game by Sean McGuire which I believe was just nominated for the Hugo Award. Um, and it is fascinating. If you, I mean, Sean McGuire is a fantastic writer. Um, and this is very different from other things she's written, which is what's, I think, so impressive about her. She's mm -hmm. always doing something new. So I'm about an hour into that. Um, that's the other weird thing. I judge everything by hours, <laughs> mostly. Not yeah. by, um, but... I, I've been really enjoying that. Um, I had just listened to, and, and that's the other thing. I, I have very eclectic tastes. Yeah. I had just listened to uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue, mm -hmm. um, which is a rom-com, which is on the border of YA and adult. Uh, I, the author's name is uh, Casey McQuistian, um, and it's fantastic. It is a male-male um romance about mm -hmm. the first son of the president of the United States and the second son of the um, 
royal family. So, um, and it's hilarious. Um, it's romantic. It, it's, it was really, really good. Um, I'm also trying to read some of those physical books that are literally on my shelf. So I'm uh, about halfway through Rage of Dragons by mm-hmm. Evan Winters, yep. uh, which is, you know, really cool African-inspired fantasy. Um, I think the magic is very interesting here, mm-hmm. um, and it's super fast-paced. Um, it's so readable, um, and I can see it, it had been self-published. I can see why Orbit picked it up yeah. um, because it, it, it definitely – has like I don't know, just it's just a really, really he's a, Evan is a really good storyteller. Yeah. Um and then one of the things that I've been trying to do is like right before I left my office, I you know, people send me books and magazines all the time. Um I've been trying to go through my backlist of um the magazine of fantasy and science fiction. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um and just reading some of those short stories and um when I get a chance, if I, if a story pops out for me, I like to post on Twitter, Hey, here's, um, a story that I read out of this issue, um, that's I think worth checking out. And there's always been at least one or two stories that have, you know, really stood out for me. Um, so I mean, on the sci-fi and fantasy side, that's a lot of what I'm reading that isn't a submission or something I'm <laughs> Well, I guess let me ask you this as well. I mean, because these are different times, what 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 would you re- recommend other people you know maybe consider reading or or look at? And what kind of approach? I mean, is this a time for Proust? Is this a time for Pratchett? You know, do we go for that? You know, do we clear the the to be read pile, or do we just let the pages come at us? So I think you should be reading whatever has always been interesting to you i don't think like you should be reading towards mood uh in particular um i know there are people out there who are looking for like much more hopeful um much more uh positive inspired stories i don't think you can ever go wrong in that case in reading becky chambers um like her wayfarer books are just so charming and wonderful um, and yet have tension, have pace, have like strong characters and conflict, but they are just, I don't know. There's a reason why people are so drawn to them. And I think it's because they talk about the human condition in varied ways. Even if they're talking about aliens or AI, um, it's very much about what does it mean to be part of a community? And now is a very good time to be talking about what it means to be part of a community. Um, but I also think, like, it's a great time to be reading, like, a doorstopper, like Rage of Dragons. Uh, I was reading uh, Chuck Wendig's Wanderers, finally, um, which is a massive tome. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I think, you know, all we have is time. It's... But it's also it's it's a great time I think to try something new. Um, I'm not a completist. I'm not somebody who's gonna like if I start reading something and it's not really drawing me in, like I try and give it the benefit of the doubt. You know, a couple more pages, whatever it is, a few more chapters. Um, 
But if it's not for me, it's not for me. And that's fine too. I just try and move on to the next thing. Um, so when uh, a book catches my eye, I want to try and at least sample it. I want to try and at least um, give it as much attention as obviously the author did, obviously an editor and a publisher did. Um, but to that end, I, I try and take suggestions very seriously. Um, this is why, like, you'll see authors all the time being like, please review my book. (laughs) (laughs) It means a lot. Um, I just read this really fascinating, uh, literary fiction book called Weather by Jenny Ophel. It's like, in audiobook terms, it's like four hours long. It is a tiny, tiny book. And it's, it's just brilliant. It's, it's, it's a very quirky style. Um, it's very kind of, you know, fast paced, but like it takes a while to kind of get into what she's trying to do. Um, and I'll admit like early on, I wasn't sure what I was listening to. Um, cause it, it, it bounces back and forth so quickly. It's like lots of little vignettes. Um, but once you get into it, you realize, oh, this is something special. This is there. There's a reason why, you know, this author is being recommended by so many people. Yeah. Um, and again, I realize it might not be for everyone. Um, but for me, I like to read tons of sci-fi and fantasy, but I also like to read outside the genre sure, because sci-fi and fantasy is so inspired. And, you know, every sci-fi and fantasy book is also a, thriller is also horror or a mystery or action adventure or even like political or Mm -hmm. biographical in some way um and so reading those other genres help i think me be a more informed reader just in general but also a better editor yeah and let me ask you because we all are busy doing things What's happening in your world? What what are you seeing in David Pomerico's world that, that you're in love with and enthusiastic about? I mean, the great thing is, like, you know, in terms of, say, submissions, they're still coming in. And publishers are still buying books. Um, I recently uh, bought a, a two-book series called uh, Bindlepunk Bruja. Uh, it is set during Prohibition, Kansas City, and it's about a Mexican-American woman um, who has earth magic, uh, who is trying to run a speakeasy. So you've got jazz, you've got gangsters, you've got booze, you've got magic. It's got an own voices uh, angle. Um, the author is uh, Desideria Mesa. Um, and it's just one of those things where I'm like, I haven't seen this before. And and, and that's what we're always kind of looking for. Um, that balance between, Oh, this seems a lot like this and this, which is very successful. And maybe we can have our own successful version of it. Plus the, Oh, I've never seen this before, but the writing connects with me. The characters connect for me. You know, there's something 
very new and different, but also very familiar and comforting. Um, and that's what we're looking for mm. um, a lot of the times. Um, so, like, that's something we're really excited about. Um, you know, I'm working on editing books that are going to be coming out next spring, which are super exciting. Um, a lot of follow-ups uh, to books that are out now. Authors like T. Frohawk, um, Emily B. Martin, um, uh, W.M. Akers. Uh, like, so, like, lots of initialed uh, authors. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... But yeah, it, it's it, it's exciting, um, like working on stuff that, like knowing that, like publishing has always been about a year out, about yeah. two years out. You know, it's it, it's always been about you know, there's more coming, yeah. and that's kind of a hopeful thing right now is to realize like I'm buying books that might publish in 2022, yeah, and we're okay with that. Like we're still like excited about having that book on the Voyager list and, you know, getting it out to readers and we're not going to stop doing what we're doing um, just because we're all stuck at home. Okay. Well, thank you very much for spending 10 minutes or so with us today, David. I really appreciate you making the time. It is my pleasure. And to everyone, just stay safe and healthy and uh, keep reading. <laughs>